Episode 308, Three Ways to Grow Your Potential This Year. Hey y'all, welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, Elite Educators, Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I am your host of the Empowering Educators podcast. Whether you are teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. I am going to be chatting with you today about, shocker, growing your potential. I mean, when are we not talking about that here? But if you lead teachers in any capacity, this episode is for you. I will share a story, a lesson, some practical tips, because I want you to put it into action. Well, Happy New Year. Around this time, we're all talking about resolutions and becoming a new me and changing up all our old habits. And it's really just a sick cycle of failure. So I wanted to address the elephant in the room today. The rationale for the episode is to give you very clear ways to continue to grow and become a better version of you without getting caught up in the mess of new year, new me. So I started out years ago, like many of you, doing a resolution. It's the new year. It's a fresh start. It just makes sense to start anew and reflect back over the last year and decide, you know, what you want to change for the future. And reflection is a, a powerful motivator. And it's actually quite necessary in order to kind of jumpstart change. But it never sticks. Like whatever I would pick for my resolution, it never worked out. And it, it started because my consistency wasn't quite there. More importantly, though, it probably wasn't very aligned to the things I wanted for myself or that I needed for myself. And then obviously, it wasn't realistic for my lifestyle or what I was capable of doing. And so like everybody else, I would just give up. I don't even think I would make it into February with the resolution and life gets busy and you forget and just the accountability wasn't lined up right. So I would do things like I'm going to lose 15 pounds or I'm going to work out every day or I'm going to make more money. And that was like the extent of the plan, you know, or like spend more time with family, which is the best of intentions. But it doesn't always work out with our busy schedules and everyone else's schedules. And having a resolution has never worked for me. It doesn't mean in the future, I won't try it again, but I have found something that works and I'll get that in in a minute. And so I feel like us all talking about resolutions, because that's what everyone is talking about right now, is helpful in recognizing the shortfalls, the lack of alignment, the lack of consistency. It's not realistic. It doesn't mean a resolution can't work. So if it's working for you, you just keep on moving. 
But then I heard about this thing called the word of the year. And so a few leaders after giving up resolutions, I was like, I can do that. Like that simplifies things. It gives me singular focus. I It's like a mantra. It's not this laundry list of things I'm trying to change. Like I'm going to change everything about myself. Um, and you could easily write it on a post-it and you could leave it in your mirror or on your computer screen. And I did so much better with this because it was front and center. Like I said, it was one thing. So it was easy to keep track. It was easier to be consistent with one thing. Uh, It was easier to allow it to be part of my daily routine so it was a little more realistic. And I made sure it was in alignment to something I needed and wanted. And that worked for me for a while. Like my words of the year in the past were perseverance. I just keep moving forward. Like I can, I may not outsmart you, but I could outwork you. Like I'm going to keep showing up. Uh, Transform, that was big because I was helping others transform what they were doing in their roles. And I wanted to make sure I continued to transform myself. And and that was probably one of my better years. Uh, Get out of my own comfort zone. I, I find myself Like, I'm really good at this one thing, so I'm just going to stay here. But that was inhibiting growth. And so I forced myself, I'm not going to eat that today, or I'm going to try this today, or I'm going to try this place, or I'm going to hang out with this friend, or we're going to go travel to this location. And everything that was out of the box for me, and it was fun and adventurous, and I enjoyed life through this new lens of like, just stop being boring old you sometimes. And through that, you meet different people. You obviously have a different experience. Your perspective shifts. And that was a really good one for me. I was happy at the end of the year to be like, okay, you can do some more comfort zone stuff. (laughs) But it's funny that even though I don't have those specific words of the year now, they are very much a part of how I operate. So it's like I'm adding on a new word, but I'm keeping the good habits of the old ones because it is so simple. And because I that consistency for 12 months of focusing on that one thing, it just became part of me. But there's one thing that has really changed things for me. And that is a letter to myself, which It's a fabulous idea I heard from a former business coach. She told us all who were in her little cohort to claim your future accomplishments. And that is going to help make your transformation obvious instead of this like pie in the sky thing. And it gets really nitty gritty of like, what are you capable of? And what do you want to do? And it's funny, it forced me to be out of my comfort zone in, in dreaming. Like, what is it I want to be able at the end of the year to be like, I did that. Like, check. Not like a bucket list, but like who you want to become or specific things you want to do in your career. You know, if you want to obtain a certain license or certification or you want to get a different role or uh, I guess if you want to travel somewhere. But it really is about talking about the future you, but you're forecasting it. And I talk a lot about all of these things in a past episode, and I'll link it in the show notes. It's 256 called Habits Over Resolutions. And it's really powerful in in that no matter which one you choose, whether you do the resolution or you do the word of the year or you write this letter to yourself and you open it on New Year's, like, "Did did I make it? Did I do all these things? The point is, the only way we're ever going to become better is if we shift our behavior into better behaviors. And we do that consistently over time, and it becomes a habit. So instead of this like resolution, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. It's like, let's 
figure out what this looks like on a daily basis and keep showing up and doing it. And it's imperfect and it's messy and it works. And so the lesson here, as you're thinking about 2024, whatever you pick, keep it top of mind and just keep chasing it. And and we're going to focus on rewarding progress at the end, not just the results, because growth does happen. It doesn't have to be like the letter of the year, I, I wanted to speak on a certain number of stages across the states and I fell short, but I was really freaking close and I was still so proud of myself because if I hadn't stepped out of my comfort zone and picked a number and was like, I, this is a doable number, but it's going to require a lot of perseverance, I kind of sick to my stomach to say it. If I hadn't done that, I probably wouldn't have done the ones I did. And and so it's a way to be like, wow, you know, look at who you became in this year because you forecasted it. You, you made that happen. You envisioned it for yourself. And so I want you to think about what works for you. I've shared three. You might choose a different one, which is totally fine. But think about what is motivating for you. What's actually going to be something you stick with? which is going to create the biggest results. And so this reflection is much more powerful than just like, oh, I'm out of shape. I guess I'll, you know, make my New Year's resolution to sign up at the gym, you know, and then we like never go. So it's much more intentional, shocker, because that's kind of the person I am is like, how do I hack this problem so that I can ensure it's no longer a problem? And so I want to share with you three practical tips to make sure you grow to your potential this year. And they are opportunities that help you with consistency, which we've been talking about, alignment to your purpose, because we want to make sure we're strengthening our skill and broadening our knowledge base. It's also going to connect you with others who's going to help inspire you when you hear their stories. It's going to motivate you because you're all in it together to not give up, to continue. And so that'll help you overcome a lot of the obstacles you've probably faced and I've faced in the past, whether we did the resolution or word of the year or note to self or whatever other new year reflection activity we've engaged in. And so these three learning opportunities are also sprinkled throughout this year of 2020. So you don't have to squeeze them in and then forget about them because we want application. That is the only thing that is going to change us and allow us to transform and to something better is when we apply what we are learning. So the first opportunity, if you haven't heard yet, I wrote another book. I'm so excited about it. It's called Always a Lesson, Teacher Essentials for Classroom and Career Success. It's available for pre-order. It comes out in April. So if you like my blog and my podcast, then you are going to feel right at home. I do the same thing. I share stories. I give you a very clear strategy map and tangible next steps. And it's for teachers of all levels. Yes, it's ideal if you're just starting out. I mean, you don't have to undo any bad habits. But a teacher of any level can pick up this book and peruse the areas that they think, oh, this is where I need to hone in and be able to do the work to up the ante in terms of what they bring to the table. So I see leaders like yourself using this book for a book study with your teachers or when you're leading PLCs with your grade levels or subject area teams or you're doing school-wide PD, when you're doing one-on-one coaching cycles with teachers, you are able to pick and pull based on where the teachers are struggling and it forces us as leaders to start putting our teachers in buckets of this is their focus. And when they hit this domino, we'll move on to this next focus. And when you group them together, it allows them to work together, share strategies of how they're doing this in their classroom. 
inspire each other to think outside the box and do new things. And all of a sudden, they start catapulting in their proficiency, which impacts students. Now they're thriving in the classroom. And then you move on to the next piece. And I share a very clear roadmap that if we work on things in this order, that's where we see the biggest results. And so I think if you read the book and you apply the knowledge, which is the point of any book, we don't want to just push through, you can do it however you need to. You could skip around, you could read through it word for word, or you can hone in and explode into action. But I want you to think about these two questions when you're doing that. First question is, how can I use the information in this book to meet my goals? So remember, when we're thinking word of the year or a resolution or letter to myself, you need to know where you're going. What are you trying to attack this year? Who are you trying to become? And how does this resource help you get there? Elite educators, have you heard? My next book is out soon. It's called Always a Lesson, Teacher Essentials for Classroom and Career Success. I share the Teacher Essentials Pathway where you can strengthen and catapult your instructional talents brick by brick. And so we hone in on four elements of powerful instruction. Whether you teach yourself or you lead teachers, this book will help you diagnose potential hiccups, fix them up good as new, and create dynamic habits that will result in academic strides for generations to come. Every educator, no matter their role, needs this book in their hands as they work with staff and students in school buildings around our nation. So pre-order your copy at alwaysalesson.com slash teacher dash essentials. That's teacher dash essentials. Let's transform education together, y'all. Now back to the show. The second question is, what steps can I take right now to implement what I'm learning? So don't wait till you read the entire book or don't wait till you run the PLC with teachers. Like as you're reading, start tweaking your behavior to reflect that. And as leaders, when you're going into classrooms, start giving feedback in those areas. Don't wait till the book study starts. Like, let's just get out there and like, oh, I've never really realized how these are interrelated or how this one fixing this one thing really allows the next thing to grow tremendously. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about in the book as we talk about the design of the lesson impacts so much more. The engagement cannot happen if it's not well planned for and the ownership's not available if kids don't know how to properly engage. And you see how it's like it's all built on each other. And even though we want to cherry pick and say, I want to get really good at this, that's great and everything. But if some of the foundational stuff has cracks in it, it's just going to fall flat. It might be fun for a day, but we're not creating these habits and kids. So when they go off into the next classroom, they carry these strengths with them. And that's what we want to do. We're preparing our teachers and preparing students. So that's April. Then in the summer is the Teacher Leadership Summit for specifically, it was used to be just for coaches, but now it's for so many different types of leaders as my friend Nicole has watched who's attended. And she's like, you know, we've got teachers in there who are getting their master's degree in leadership or thinking about being a leader one day and they're watching and they're already learning. And we've got administrators coming in and saying like, this is helping me set up protocols in my building for what coaching looks like or how I can better lead teams and collaboration amongst staff. And and so now 
now this summit, it's virtual and it's expanded and includes so many different people. So there's live sessions, there's pre-recorded sessions, you get six months access to watch it. So just fit it around your schedule. There's also an app so you can just listen on the go. There's printables with each session so you could take notes or you'll have a little freebie of some sort. There's the Facebook group so you can network with everyone else that's attending, chat with other educators around the world, grow your PLN. And also, I'm going to be presenting, um, I'm going to be talking all about supporting the growth of teachers brick by brick. You're going to hear about the teacher success pathway and the impact it can have on improving teaching and learning. You'll discover the four aspects of instruction that I refer to as bricks. And I believe when we grow capacity in each brick by following the suggested sequential order to stack the bricks, teacher proficiency and student achievement soar. And so after that session, you're going to have a renewed focus on what to work on with each of your teachers and a clear pathway to follow to experience success faster than ever. I'll share a link to get your summit ticket in the show notes. Just go to alwayslesson.com, click on podcast, find this episode. But the two questions I want you to think about if you attend the summit, which sessions do I need to attend that are most aligned to my goals. There's going to be some that you're like, oh, that sounds so good. I can't wait to go. And some that are like, oh my God, I've heard this a million times. But there are some that you really need to just go to. Maybe you've heard it a million times and you're still struggling with it. And this might be your chance to break through that. Or you know that you really need to grow in one area and you sign up for all the sessions under that specific topic. And that's totally fine. Be intentional with what you're doing. It doesn't mean you can't watch every single one because you have it for six months. But prioritize the order in which you learn and apply. Second question is who should I connect with to add to my PLN, be my mentor or friend? There are people in so many different districts across the United States that are attending. And now folks in other countries are attending as well. And it's so fascinating to hear how schools are set up elsewhere. It allows you to gain way more ideas on how to lead a school more effectively, how to engage in leadership in a variety of ways. You get to hear their stories and their strategies. And it's just so reinvigorating and makes you just you can't wait to get back in your school and do the work. And so the final opportunity to grow your potential this year is in my teacher leader mastermind. It's also virtual. I do a fall and spring cohorts. They last about four months. We meet every other week on Zoom. And this also ranges from teachers leading in the classroom, like a grade level or department chair or a mentor teacher, to an administrator. And if you're like, what the heck is a mastermind? It's a community of colleagues. And they put their minds together to problem solve and to goal set so that collectively they create one master mind. And so this means our good ideas become better because of the people we surround ourselves with, brainstorming through obstacles, supporting our growth, all to reach our goals. And so you definitely get to transform into a better leader because you're getting the support you've wanted. You're receiving very personalized feedback on your specific situation. And you're gaining new ideas to implement from the peers in the field doing exactly what you're doing. And so if you've been wondering, you know, how am I going to improve and who can I lean on? This is definitely the way to go. So now you have heard three options ranging from hands-off like a book opportunity to hands-on like the mastermind and then you've got the option kind of merging the two which is the summit that you can pick from any of these to ensure you grow at the end of the year you can check the box 2024 wow I hit my potential not only did I engage in PD but I applied it 
and created habits for it and I'm better for it and so are the people I lead and the people that they lead. And not only can you spread out these learning experience throughout the year, but you can engage at different levels. So that allows you to kind of gain different things from each one. You know, and if you happen to implement all three of these, I promise you the transformation you desire is gonna happen. You have invested time and money into your growth and you chose quality opportunities that will actively equip you to evolve. And if you cannot fit in all three or you really don't enjoy one of the options, just do something. Choose how you are gonna grow this year and just go all in. Be open to new opportunities. Engage with others in the same experience. Leave nothing on the table. Just give it your all. No excuses. Make those dreams a reality. Bet on yourself and you're never gonna go wrong. So make the decision right now to start becoming who you desire to be. Your future starts right now with one decision to make it happen. And I am cheering you on from here. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on growing your potential this new year. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. <laughs>